May 17th, 2023. It's the boys of Jared's place. And we still got to wing our intro every week. Yep. Jumping right into it. I see you, Blair. Cold start and we haven't been on the block heater. <laughs> Someone's got to warm up our glow plugs. Well, we can start with the big trade in the house. That was a surprise to me. <laughs> and I know it was a surprise to you, but we're sitting here. That was a surprise to me. But. <laughs> <laughs> sitting here with a brand new, not brand new, but a freshly washed Suron after some rips today. So tell us about that trade up. No longer available for a steal with any type of discount code is Will's e-bike. Yep. So uh, it is a Talaria. It's not a Suron, but it's basically the exact same thing. It's E pit bike basically. Um, so I, so after the is that podcast, a Chinese knockoff of it? Or no, just... they're actually they're more more. Uh, they get higher reviews than Suron. Okay, the Talaria, um, and they just released a new model with more power. But are components interchangeable or? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Um, it's like mountain bike suspension, mountain bike fork, more of a moto shock. 19-inch moto wheels with moto tires and, you know, but it's electric, got a throttle, can't ever ride it. The thing the thing about it, and some people have, I posted on my story on Instagram, a bunch of people responded like, where are you going to ride that? And I'm like, the thing about it is if you didn't live, if you didn't have a situation like mine where you had some land with some stuff that no one else can touch, no, I'm not riding on the mountain bike trails. I've had some some people asking me to do a. We got a lot of other a GoPro point of view of me riding it down air supply. <laughs> not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. But like, if you don't have some private land where you can ride it, there's literally nowhere you could ride it. Uh, there's places. There's places in like in Florida because, and like I've seen this on like Adam LZ's channel, and he was following someone around. But like, there's a lot of land down there, and it's just like marshland in between not really marshland but just like free land and because it's got a throttle but it rides like a dirt or like a a bicycle or mountain bike or whatever they can build mountain bike-esque trails but you don't have to pedal you just throttle through it so they gives them but, so like, but, but it's still private essentially land, I it's guess. either you ride private or you ride illegal yeah or like illegal or like like you could you could technically take it to a motocross track yeah. or park like i could take it to highland but, but that's not a if i'm going to highland i'm riding my 400 yeah. i'm never going to take it to highland to go fucking putts around the so track. did he hear about it on the podcast or did he no so i had i posted on instagram i think saturday morning my e-bike i was like just posting it every once in a while still for sale and it was a kid that's come out here a couple times. I think he's buddies with Igor. Um, and he was like, yo, I, I'm sure this is a no, but would you want to trade it for the Talaria? And I was like, you know, I gave it a day to think about it. Luckily, unluckily, I had my cousin and my uncle there, which are big moto guys. And my cousin loves Surons. He's got a buddy with some private land who has a a, a bunch of Surons, basically. And they... They'll ride those out there sometimes, and he's like, "Fucking poking me, like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it." <laughs> so I did it. Yep. Um, when I go to sell it, it'll probably be easier to sell than the e-bike has been to sell. But I don't think I'm going to keep it for a minute and ride it. Yeah, I remember seeing him out here a couple times. I mean, 
It's a nice switch up. Surrounds are nice around the city because you can rip them along somewhere. Yeah. That's where you see them mainly. There's a lot of guys that like in the wheelie wheelie people that will like take wheelie them out, kids. You know the bike life kids. Yeah, have those and wheelie them around and fucking sick to wheelie. Yeah, but they but, are a lot of fun on. Otherwise, it's a good yeah. it's a good trade up for an e bike for him if he's around that because you can ride the e bike blankets rope all those types of places. Yeah, yeah, he's down in the city and he had it down there and basically rode <coughs> only rode on it. Um, and you can tell from the tires, but it's like it's it's fun down there for a while, I'm sure, but then it gets old. Like you don't always want to unless you're like in the the bike life. Yeah. You don't want to be just out every single weekend fucking doing wheelies all day. Like, having the e-bike is more versatile because you can actually take it to park. Yeah, and you can still ride around the city, like, especially if you live in the city and you rip the belt line or something like that, you can still rip it up the belt line and not yeah. get nearly as many, like, bad looks as if you're ripping a Suron up the belt line or something. You definitely cannot bring a Suron here or any of the, any mountain bike park yeah. or trail system. You, Stewart has posted a picture i think on facebook i guess he posted it but some kid on a suron at big creek don't take your fucking dirt bike to big creek it's even if it's quiet don't fucking take it there you're gonna tear the whole shit up (laughs) not what it's for not what it's for not at all don't do that but you know it would be a wild time i'm not saying it wouldn't be a good time (laughs) (laughs) it's not that it wouldn't be fun it's just not where it belongs not where it's not where it belongs exactly Yeah. yeah don't be that guy yeah um, well, that's that uh, you'll randomly and don't yeah well i've had some i've we've had some people ask if like oh can i bring my pit bike out like since we had the the pit bike race and people have seen stuff of our on our stories yeah we yeah, like to on have our fun. stories and stuff like you know we, we have we have fun if you if you want a job out here you might be able to access that fun yeah but we live and but, work out here and we have for a while yeah. so we have a little bit more freedom than most people you cannot right. bring you cannot bring any of your throttled vehicles out here. No. That's no. E bikes all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the one guy at Big Creek that's basically got a sur on. So this is what I've realized. So you've you guys have seen or I've told you about the guy that builds he takes old downhill frames and puts a motor and a battery on them and motocross wheels. Mm-hmm. He basically builds his own sur on. But since it's like a mountain bike frame, no one bats an eye. And he's, he used to be, I haven't seen him in a long time out at Big Creek, though I'm not there yeah. all the time now, but I've realized that that is just a Suron. He's just fucking out there just throttling up the, the climb at 30 miles an hour. And not having down to pedal or anything yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah. You think that's seven speed? It's no speed. It is, it's throttle. It's just throttle. It's just throttle. So was that today your first time ripping it in the your rut track and everything like that, or did you ride it yesterday? No, I've, I've ridden it up there. I rode it <laughs> once yesterday and the day before at night, yeah. So having a good time with it? It's a lot of fun. A nice mix-up from the moto? Probably a little simpler to just jump on and it have is, a good time really quick. So like. the weird thing is the brake setup, right, mm-hmm. because it doesn't have a clutch. I, I need to now because I ride the moto more than mountain bike at this point. Um, you gotta I gotta go. swap my my bike brakes. It has reverse brakes of what a typical mountain bike would be, mm-hmm. and it's standard for moto, right? Your front brake is on throttle side. Your mm-hmm. rear brake is on your left side. 
Um, I don't need to swap my mountain bike brakes and just get used to that. Cause it, even before having that, it fucked with me. Like sometimes I would go to do something and I'm like, fuck, which, which, which brake is, which I gotta like think about it yeah. more now, which is I was, weird, uh, but I don't know if he has I'll a moto background or not, but I was trying to ride Chris Ken's SB 140, which is the new 130, And, um, I'm pretty sure it was the 160, which is the new 150. It was one of those two, whichever one he just got recently. Yeah. He's like, nah, you can't. My brakes are switched. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I would <laughs> hurt myself. But it was like, there were random people that, and a lot of moto background people run their brakes reverse. I had a rental guy sw- like, ask to switch them up, and I was like, busy in the shop. And I was like, really? This is the first time in like all year I've gotten asked to switch to brakes. I was like, I think with SRAM, you can just, you like, can. swap them yeah. over. You can flip them. Without them. having to take the brake lines off and everything. Yeah. But the, a, lot of, a lot of brakes, you have to take the line off. The mounts are interchangeable on uh, like that, yeah. so you can just, like, literally flip it and, and do that pretty easily. But it, it um like, rubbed a little bit. And Josh, like, I scratched up the front tube doing that. I was like, I'm sorry, man. I was like, I just had to get them flipped over because the guy was being annoying about it. <laughs> it happens but uh yeah that is a weird thing i i w- it would mess with me for a while especially never having like a moto background but if i had a more of a moto background i could see jumping back and forth would mess with me definitely yeah it's a jumping back and forth part and i don't have a moto background but i've just been riding the moto yeah. a lot in my bike less hopefully i'll have an e-bike but i mean that background's soon. two years straight i mean if not consistently since you've been out here if not a little bit longer than that but like it's been just about the same amount of time that I've been out here since I first ever in my entire life got on a motorcycle. Yeah, but I mean that's not and it hit, I mean, it's not long, it's not long, but it's not short. It's not like you started like a couple months ago, so it's not enough to build no, habits. No, but I, I do like, ride the moto a yeah, lot. Yeah, and so it's enough over that time to build habits and get used to that braking side yeah. and everything, for sure. But yep, solid trade. It was very fair trade um soaked on that it'll be a good bit of fun and hopefully i'll have an e-bike soon so i can supplement that with some actual mountain biking since we're at a mountain bike park yeah do they have a um why don't you see if they have like a mod where you can run a foot brake for your rear brake so then you can really just get it adjusted no nah, the handbrake is nice is it it is nice it, it's having no foot controls to worry about it's so much simpler yeah, you can, now that you're a willy kid, you need your rear brake. And for your wheelies, throttle. it actually is way better. The grip or the foot? The the, the hand grip. Mount, mountain bike, like yeah. having a brake. Better on the, control. On the clutch side, yeah. But for me, I've never been a wheelie kid, especially on the 400. I've never gotten used to it. Like, I'll get up in like a power wheelie, not a true wheelie, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm not covering the rear brake. It, it's a completely different riding position to be covering the rear brake when you're wheeling yeah because you're kind of trying to stay forward a little bit but like you're well the bike tips up so your foot has to be like so tilted back to be covering the rear brake it's just weird to me that makes sense i I get what you're saying yeah i don't know my struggle with like thinking about like switching back and brakes and everything it's not even at that level i've been jump between the e-bike the yeti and the downhill bike like three different times recently like just switching between what i was riding and trying to ride all my bikes and they all have different brakes on them they all have different brakes you got trp haze but they're all haze is it or is it's it the mix it's of haze. haze and tram it's the haze mix. rscs 
But they both have Hayes levers. Um, no. RC level or Hayes lever. That's mixed. Yeah. So you get yeah. a bunch of brakes going on. Yeah. And then it's just like also just even in that level, jumping between different type of bikes consistently. Those yeah. are drastically enough bikes that you jumped on the slam ham and you're like, I haven't ridden that in a while. It's something to get used Took to. Took me a minute to get used to. It's yeah. Still. You get used to it quick. You I've do, ridden but, it a bunch, but but like jumping between that, the e-bike, and then the Yeti, like had a lot of inconsistencies. Like it all feels good, but I'm like, oh, especially going from the e-bike to the Yeti, where I'm like mm -hmm. trying to move the heaviness of the e-bike around, and then the Yeti just snaps. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna lose this real quick. Yeah, that's been a weird adjustment, but yeah, jumping between moto and mountain biking, like if I was doing that consistently, I would. I would get confused on the braking too. Yeah, it's a For, weird mental thing. I think going the other way, the first time I rode a dirt bike with a clutch and a braking, it felt good. It was the first straight at Durham Town, just like a long straight to get out to the trails from the parking lot yeah. and everything. I'm cruising, I'm shifting gears. It feels great. It's like uh, tested some downshifting, everything like that it was fine. And then the first turn comes up, and I pulled the clutch, revved the engine. And didn't hit any brakes and just fucking blew over the back of the berm. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was like, what the hell did you do? I was like, ah, I got locked up in the moment and just <laughs> reacted like I was on the mountain bike. And yeah. it did not work out very well. <laughs> yeah. So it was all good and fun until you actually had to like make an on-the-fly decision of how to handle that. And it didn't work out very well. Yeah. Well, park things. Yeah. This last weekend. It was our one-year anniversary. It was a good turnout on Saturday. We had a good follow-up Sunday also. Um, it was another one of those weekends where the forecast said potential rain all week, and it turned out to be a beautiful day. Yeah, it said it was going to rain all weekend, and it was as dusty as it could be. Mm -hmm. It's great. Nice nights, still cool, but yeah, it was like you know, two weekends in a row where the forecast was just completely blown, which we come into the summertime, it's hard. Uh, you know, we get afternoon thunderstorms randomly and we get stuff that gets blown around us because of the mountain range and stuff. So, but it was a nice one. I mean, you were out, Jordan was out. We had our Moochie Express open, had a bunch of boys out, Charlie, Aaron, the Golans, a lot of people were out. Always nice to see them. You rode all day? You came in later in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Got Mike some Moochie laps. Y'all got like two laps in. We got five. Five? Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. I mean, that's, Blair a good bit. Yeah. I was sore on Sunday. <laughs> After riding all day Saturday? I rode from 10 to 6 and then rode moto after for yeah. a little bit. And Mike was out, and then Randall came out. He rented a bike. Yeah. My, my cousin Randall, my Uncle Nick, my dad was out. Oh, yeah. Uh, how Randall liked the Nomad. Was that his first time on an actual, like, real... What's his other mountain bike? What does he ride normally? He's got an intense tracer... I think it's like a 2018 or 2019. That thing is fucking dated. So a dated e-bike. No, no, no. Oh, the Tracer's it's not a, even... It's a pedal bike. Okay, so a dated trail bike. Yeah, and it is it is a Pisa. My uncle is... Nick, You're if you're listening to this, you I know you love old shit, but that bike is a, a Pisa. It's a piece of shit. Um, well, good thing you have a Ripmo coming in. I don't in. think he's... He hasn't so. ridden a, a nice bike much. Yeah. So that was a good a good change up for him to be on a a really nice build kit is it's bottom of the line, but it, everything on it is 
in a big way better than what his tracer has on it. Um, but his his tracer's shock is blown up because it's from fucking 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so how did he like it? He loved it. He got he seemed very comfortable on yeah. it from the start. I mean, I'd set up the suspension for him in the morning. And that was it. We didn't make any changes. He hit all of air supply on it. He's he sends. Yeah. But he's used he's used to big shit. He's a moto kid. Um doesn't have any problem in that sense, but he seemed to get along with it well. I'm hoping to convince my uncle to uh get him a, a new bike. He's convinced he needs to buy new suspension for the tracer and that will solve all the problems of the outdated geometry and outdated everything. We had that you know we had that same struggle with Chris Delay too, trying to fight through the yeah. <laughs> get rid of that I got attachments to it, but get rid of that older geometry. It's hard. I mean I was like that for a while too, but there are major geometry changes and just technology changes that do make a difference when you go from like a 2017, 2018, maybe behind the the trends a little bit bike i'd imagine like the tracer back then wasn't probably groundbreaking or anything um my analogy on it and i probably said this on on here before but like my uncle's used to moto technology and trucks right yeah in moto a bike a, a motorcycle a dirt bike from the 2000s around the 2000s early to like 2000 to 1998 is equivalent technology in my mind to a 2018 mountain bike yeah we're just now catching up to like the technology in the mountain bike industry is like finally getting good enough and like a bike from people fucking love like late 90s early 2000s dirt bikes yeah i have one yeah they're fucking epic so he's just used to the stuff lasting longer. Just do some suspension upgrades. Yeah. It's still good yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff like that. Where like that geometry hasn't changed yeah. that much. Whereas in mountain biking, the geometry has changed so much in the last five years. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I think the Nomad is a good one for him to get on to try. Like we were talking about why. He loved the mullet. The mullet's comfortable. When people yeah. always ask, because we have two long travel bikes, the Mega Tower and the Nomad, and people ask like, well. Never really ridden like a really good long travel when I was like, start with the Nomad because that mullet does make it a lot more comfortable when you're getting into a yeah. longer travel bike to kind of play with, especially out here, but to play with it to like, I don't know, make it feel a little snappier in the turns and like get used to it a little bit more, be comfortable on it a little bit more yeah. instantaneous, I think. So, yeah, he's used to a, a medium and he's got to be close to six foot now, uh, like a, a medium from 2018, which is small, yeah, can to a large now, and his bike is 27.5. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. So yeah. getting used to 29er is and a longer travel, longer everything travel, like that. Yeah, yeah, all that. So mullet's pretty awesome. I yeah. still love. I mean, I have two mullet bikes. I like it a lot, but I also haven't been on full 29er, and I don't know how long either. Mullet's nice. Mullet I, mean, is. I think if you're coming into racing, full 29er is still the fastest, but. A lot of the downhill guys are going mullet. Yeah. I guess if you're like line choice still. Well, I, I say that, but honestly, it depends on track. Yeah. They, I feel like they're, they are, and not something the average rider does, but I think they do switch back and forth a lot more based off of track, like steepness, yeah. tight, like tightness, technicality and stuff. They'll kind of like. They'll, they'll, they would notice it way more than yeah. we would. And they'll do the flip chip and change the rear wheel and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. Or just have a completely different 
prototype frame for it. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Drew, how's your biking been? Uh, non-existent. How's got, the disc golf? Disc golf's been fun. Yeah? Yeah. You did get five laps in on uh on Saturday, like you said, but there was a lot of uh no changing gears. Uh yeah. A lot of downhill. Um I guess after those five laps I immediately smoked my ankle on the slack line, so I haven't been doing anything lately. You did? Yeah. Oh no. Not even like <laughs> doing anything weird. It was like just like trying to stand up on it and then I like stepped off weird. Oh. We need to make like a nice patch. He was like, you can go try it. I tried <laughs> to start in the middle and my leg was just like, just shaking like <laughs> yeah, crazy. I tried to start to, th- I tried, did <laughs> you, you tighten the it up? I moved it down. I slacklined, a, we had a slackline when I was a kid and I could get across it sometimes. And Drew's slackline was like super slack. Not super slack. It wasn't super slack. It goes slack. down a I little, yeah. I it wasn't yeah. slack at all, but I was, I'm, I'm fucking a rookie and I haven't done it in years. and. I, my leg was like, wah, 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 <laughs> Yeah, well, I, like, Drew jumped on there and made it look easy. I was like, all right, it might not be like that loose. It looks pretty good. <laughs> it's just Drew is still like, and it was after he rolled his ankle and everything. Drew yeah. just has like solid balance on it. And I got on there and I was like, nah, this is not happening right now. I had to keep using it before it swelled up or got too tight. Yeah. So I just kept running it. Yeah, so he, he got me confident in making it look easy. And I was like, nah. I even I was like, you could use these trees back here to hold it. And I just like got up and started walking. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go too good. But uh, then we had a massive fireworks show. It was great. We had all the employees and, and Mike. And Berto. And Berto. Well, not all the and employees. And Most of the employees plus Mansman and Berto. So it was huge for the crowd. Loved the show. Though. It was good fireworks. Dude, it doesn't even matter who. Y'all was need for, to start like... booking campsites and camping out. Yeah, do it I... sooner rather than later because it's about to get hot. That first firework went off. I was like, man, the neighbors might be pissed a little bit. It echoed so <laughs> loudly, and then we just kept going. It wasn't that late? It was like it wasn't late. It wasn't that late, but it's out here in the middle of nowhere, and that shit was loud. Ah, fuck them. Boop 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 boop. boop. <laughs> It was good that we were just launching them I think all. it was more entertaining to watch y'all try to light it at certain points. Well, you're trying to get, like, tag teams so you can light, like, four or five at the same time, right? So, like, I would try to string, like, three fuses together a little. Like, we didn't buy extra fusing. We did it sketchy. Yeah, Just stick the tubes really close and try to wind them together really fast. And then, like, three people have three tubes wound together, and you're trying to all get them lit at the same time, but, like, two peoples get lit and then you're standing there still trying to light yours while you can see their fuse go down in the tube already and you're like oh shit oh shit come on and then you gotta just like either commit and we just hold it or just run out and you guys just ran out like (laughs) not every time a bunch of children not every time you should just stood there close your eyes put on the safety squints just (laughs) lit it i'm not concerned about it going off next to me i'm concerned about if one of those three knocks over one of the other two and then it's shooting right at you that's more of what my concern is. We had something like that happen out here, haven't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. At uh, Jason's um, baby gender reveal party, one of those got knocked over. But yeah, yeah, we had them getting shot at the crowds. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Just a couple. But I, I love fireworks though. Josh was trying to go ham. Josh wanted to just keep shooting them off. I was like, well. We just put on a good like twenty minute show, had a great time, and we've got a lot of fireworks left because he bought a lot of fireworks. 
we might have to buy i'll go up and buy another like grand finale or two for the next one but i was like let's hold the other half so we can have another fireworks for another event next one is probably july 4th in memorial day july 4th or or we can just do it for a race series now or we kidding. can just do it josh, or, uh, josh told me before he started lighting them off he was like there's two places where i i waste my money and my i was like strip club and he was like nope you think it's the script the strip club but it's not it is the casino that makes sense it'll get you it'll get and you and the fireworks store <laughs> yeah those will both will get you yeah. those will get you too yeah yeah i could see both of those casino i've been got before is like you get up a little bit and then uh, you're feeling good and then yeah. you like you start betting a little bit bigger and then you lose it all and you're like oh shit and then i got up like if i had a little bit more cash in there i can get up like that again and that's how the casinos oh yeah money. they're not dumb i got a hundred percent win rate in vegas yeah yeah you don't play a hundred percent win rate You've i made one lost. bet never lost i bet Ooh. on a ufc fight and won i'll just go and just put like a hundred dollars and i was like casino. all i'll play yeah you no, can bet. i bet at their sports book yeah so casinos do have okay. casinos have okay. a big like bar area where they have a bunch of tv sports betting and everything like that so well, you're not betting at like blackjack something you're no just, but you're still at no the casino. but i was in the bet yeah you're still at the casino I won vegas. some uh some betting in i'm zero for zero on my one scratch my one scratch off i've bought so uh <laughs> yeah i mean it, no you're zero zero there. for one <laughs> zero for one not zero for zero, zero for one yeah, yeah 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 but i mean that's played once you gotta gotta play a little bit more you get lucky sometimes nah nah just don't get addicted. You got an extra two dollars here. Grab a scratch off. I mean, what if you win a couple hundo? You gonna go nah. get yourself a double cheeseburger instead? What are you gonna do nah, with that two dollars? My, my <laughs> financial decisions these days, I gotta stay away from the, <laughs> stay away from the scratch offs <laughs> and the ding dings. <laughs> Will comes back this weekend, full like three full rolls of scratch offs. <laughs> Guys, I did something. <laughs> Help me scratch these. <laughs> yeah, you take that roll right back up there and just scan them all. <laughs> you know, we did that full scratch off. You don't even have to scratch them. You can just scratch off the scanner and validate them with the. The machine they have right there. That's not as fun though. I know that's what the addicts I'm do. I'm not doing. Well, I'm not an addict. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> <as> <laughs> here to do some scratching and get let down. <laughs> it is. You'll see them buy like a stack of them and then just go right over there. They don't look at them. They just scan, 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 scan. They'll buy another stack. Not like that's. That seems like so boring to me. Just like. Go out to your car with a quarter at least. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Look at the people in the corner just hitting the freaking button on the slots machine. Like that is true. <laughs> they went up to the counter. They bought some shooters. They put it in their soda, and they're sitting back there with their styrofoam cup at the slot machines. Yeah, just Running staring at that thing, just like spinning Running in circles, it. just like lost in the sauce, baby. It's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's how it goes sometimes. That's probably the progression. They probably started on the scratchers and they end up back there in the, the slots, the digital slots. <laughs> like, well, I made five bucks off the scratchers. I'll spend 500 on the, the slot machine. I'll, I'll win something. I'm going to be up. And they go back there and then, then the night they're fucked. And then they're back the next day to make it up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to come back. You get another paycheck. You got to go try it again. <laughs> You'll even out at some point maybe yeah no i don't think that's how that works <laughs> <laughs> well so what happened this week at the park you were like kind of left out here by yourself today uh, at least was well, you and nick today me and nick yeah i had a 
So basically, uh, it's true. So we had a nah. maintenance day yesterday. I know how that went. We won't talk about it. Not yesterday, but Monday. Mon what's the it day? Was, it's Wednesday. It's Shoot. Wednesday. Shoot. We are recording. Shoot. Monday man. was a case of the Mondays. <laughs> we don't have many case of the Mondays out here, but it was a case of the Mondays. <gasps> Fucking nothing went right. <laughs> Josh still got a new truck. Hey, my, the process. my job went right. Yeah. Drew did fine. Drew got the quad service. <laughs> a okay. Quads are serviced. They needed that too. The are the machines? Washer, pressure washer wouldn't start, so I took that all fucking apart and did a bunch of YouTubing, Googling, and we need a need a part for that. And that took two hours and then got all the machines ready to go and dumped the, the oil out of them and hydraulic oil and then we didn't have any of the right parts to put them back together and uh, oh man, it was just awful. <laughs> It was a Monday. Part yeah. of it. Yeah. But Josh got a new truck. Yeah. That was still a process. But uh, two trips. But Two trips. That's part of the Mondayest of Mondays. Yeah. But good end result. Yeah. And then. Other than that. Tuesday, Wednesday, Drew, what'd you do? Um, Sitting on in a little cubby hole, just digging dirt with the machine. A it's working machine. machine. Yeah. Yeah. A working machine. Yeah. Yeah, I got a nice little pad back there, just a little hangout spot. Nice. Back where? Uh, right by the rut track. Oh. It's like right next to the it's entrance. It's not a rut track. It's the, the old dog park. There's no rut track up there. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Dog park. What What is that pad for right there? What? Right back here. The original one or the one that I've been working on? The one they've been cutting on. The new uh, one. Moving dirt for a pump track. Oh, so that was just... uh. Basically, a dirt pile you were using. Yeah, like coring gotcha. dirt. There's no hills to so steal from the, over that's there. That's where all that dirt for the pump yeah. came from. So, big news. I'm excited about Pump this. track. I'm very excited. I'm going to ride my dirt jumper finally. <laughs> I'm going to ride your dirt jumper some. And then probably buy it's my own dirt be jumper. The, the stiff slam. <laughs> so, so you, you all that dirt was you? I guess you were gone yesterday and today? Well... I moved a little bit yesterday. We got I got the yeah the, uh, the oval or the, the the layout prepped in the big skid steer, and then the track blew up, and then went and get the the stand behind. That thing's fucking awful. Yeah. So two days of the MT one hundred just moving dirt. Did you take a trip in it ever? I did not. Good for you. Nice. I get to. That's a win. I, I got to pretend to be Will and be like. Nope, no finishing for me. <laughs> Machine guy. <laughs> That's how it should be. Come on. So, so Nick's been moving dirt for you. How's that been going? Pump track? What it's you, been good. Uh, still have some more dirt to move. Yeah, for sure. Did a little drainage to make sure it holds the water out a little bit better, too. Um. Yeah, got... Couple drains dug, finished those today because it held water earlier. So I tried to get that more level and yep. then cut another drain behind the pump track to hopefully collect that side of the parking lot. And yep. then there's one berm that kind of fills up with water that we'll have to figure out. Put some dirt in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So right where the, uh, if you weren't right where the pit track, was the Red Bull the little track. track or the little 50 track that Red yep. Bull did for that event, which is kind of like in the center of the parking lot. We have the little bonfire pit out there and everything that we've used a couple of times, but that little center grassy area, that's uh, 
where we're going to put that little pump track and it's getting built out now. Mm-hmm. How much longer do you think you got it? And your original estimation was a, a day that then got reduced to half a day, but moving that dirt is probably a little slow. Well, in doing it, we, I've, we spent some more time in preparation and leveling it so it's not quite a, as much of a hill. Mm-hmm. So it has some slope, but very minimal. Um, planning it out and thinking now we're going to make some templates for the rollers and get everything as precise as we can to make it as actually good and rideable as we can. And it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a, it's a much bigger area. Than I which, it it's a much bigger oval, which turned out like, I was like, oh, that's decent size, which is cool. But yeah, it's basically a like, hundred by 50 foot square. Yeah. So that'll be rec- good, but that means sorry. that many more rollers to be able to keep momentum through like the straights and stuff like that too. So yeah, did a little research. So yeah, some research. There's going to be some slight revisions possibly, um, just because um, Nick was pointing out a couple of things, which I think is nice because he has a lot of experience riding different things, and it makes sense. Like he just wants to bring some rollers closer together and add some rollers here and there but okay we'll get it we'll get it going cool i'm excited about that i mean we talked about this like i don't know probably a month ago on this but i'm excited i love pump tracks i went and hit the baker's creek one recently like i would go back to that anytime like pump tracks are just fun as heck even in the small little ones yeah my my thought on it is if we're gonna do a pump track we might as well do it right and if it's gonna be dirt it still can do it right as as good as it can be yeah for dirt yeah but also really good the plus of that, though, is you can set a base even with some of the templates, but you can go and, like, chop up one of those rollers and move it two feet and repack it in pretty quickly once, like, that base is there. I mean, you'd have to do two rollers, I guess, to get the flow right. Yes, but, like, but a pump track, from what I've, from my my Googling research, is more mathematical than regular trail, trail work is. Like, yeah, the more, as even spacing as you can get and as even of a, as close to a perfect sine wave as you can get for the rollers go and as perfect of a radius you can get for the berms go the better it's going to work yeah i mean that definitely makes sense it's just gonna be smoother right yeah more predictable also more predictable you'll gain more speed like the radius size matters and having it very consistent and roller distance so you can roller distance and height so you can pump properly yeah makes a big difference so but still just in general sense, it's also something we can play around with because yeah. it's dirt it's we're very no, accessible we're no Bella solutions but yeah and that's what i mean it's like accessible it's right there so if you wanted to you can go grab a pile of dirt throw it in there and add a new feature on the side of one of them or something yeah. like that right so it's very like accessible and editable if one if you desire if you want to make an alt line or something like yeah. cut through the middle you just bring some new dirt in and <clears throat> play with it really quick or whatever it's not like you have to go all the way up the mountain, grab a quad, go up even farther, or do something like you have to do a lot of work on like double white or something, right? You can just yeah. pull some dirt from the pile and mess around with something or fix a hole or something like that. Yep. Tweak it. That's cool then. Yeah, that'll be fun. Are you allowed to uh talk about what you've been doing off site? I don't see why not. At least at a basic sense. Not exactly the whole conversation I guess we had before the podcast. 
That'll be on the Patreon. Subscribe and pay. <laughs> subscribe and pay. <laughs> no more likes and follows. Subscribe and pay. Subscribe and if you pay. Want to, if you want to hear a little shit talking that we have to cut out of the episodes, you got to subscribe and pay on Patreon. Cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have any shit talking I'm just kidding. No, but so, yeah, well, I know. I was just joking around. Well, I've been, well, today me and Josh went over to Alatoona and helped them do some revisions on some lines they had built recently over on the Pitner Road dog park side. Um, they've got a, like a small, medium, large jump line. I'm hoping they'll have us back to redo the large jump line because I didn't test it. It was a little wet, the large one, but it looks like it could use some revision, um, but we... Redid the small and medium, which is four-foot tables for the small and eight-foot tables for the medium. Um, they're small tables, but still fun. Rode the medium on my dirt jumper before it downpoured. They've got a Mustang, a Dodge Mustang, <laughs> 170Z, which is one of the machines we have. So I thought that was our very machine. Very familiar on that. The thumb on that one was still not in the right place. I've. I'm very. I feel very spoiled with the thumbs we have for our machines, but I never had to use a thumb. Yeah, it's just dirt moving, and their dirt is incredible. Yeah, they have. Drew said you thought, and I didn't ask Adam Camp, but it did look like they had some dirt brought in. Like Josh, a, Josh Camp. Sorry, um, it did look like they have some dirt brought in, but they have like a clay and then this sandier dirt and they've mixed a bunch of it and it is pristine there's like one rock to be seen in the, the entire thing and it's super good so it's nice to move some dirt over there and help them out um that's the pinner yeah. dog side which and that's the jump line like right by the parking lot and everything yeah so where that that flat area where the the little jump lines were before they've made some revisions to that mm -hmm. give them some more downhill slope they moved a ton of dirt into there to basically just regrade the whole thing yeah um i know they've been doing a lot of work out there in general yeah, and that's where the vela solutions pump track will end up being um is it josh said sometime hopefully late fall early winter they'll have that vela solutions done over there that's that's, that's that, good news that's yeah. gonna be sick Still, like, I went there recently with Chris, and it's a nice park. They have, did they do some more work back on MoFlow in that area as well recently? Yeah, so those guys... They've been doing a um, lot. The MTB... Is it MTB Atlanta? What is it? It's MTB Atlanta that does their trail building. It's like MTB Pro Trail Builders. Yeah, MTB Pro Trail Atlanta or something yeah, like, that. like that. Um, so they redid... They did all those jump lines in there, and they've got a ton of stuff that they did over there. Um Plus, they redid some cross-country section. I forget forget where it was in there. They've got like 35 miles of cross-country. Mm, it's kind of weirdly spread out. Redid, it's probably Mumbo. Mumbo Jumbo. Yeah. And then they redid MoFlo and the Knuckle Sandwich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Knuckle Sandwich. What's the drop line called? Medusa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they redid the other two, the two jump, side, two jump lines on the other side of the park. Gotcha, yeah. Those yeah. are those are fun ones over there. Altoona does have a lot of miles out there. There's just so like it's a spread out park. It is a 
ton of stuff out there. It yeah. didn't spread out. Yeah, there's yeah. like a loop here, and then you hop on the gravel road, and then there's a loop here, and then you have pop over here on this trail, and there's that like backside dirt jumps with like Medusa and all of those, which are good, but they're like way back there. Then they have stuff over on the Pitner Dog side, which is across the road from that side of everything. It's even farther back there. It's like I forget what they call it, but they do that like the everything race. All of tuna. All of tuna. And they it just gets longer every year. <laughs> <laughs> just keep adding on my When life. I was in high school it was like twenty miles and now it is getting close to forty, which is crazy. Nice. That's a lot of that's a lot of mileage. They've got so much out there. And they have a really good relationship with Cobb County, which owns the Pintner side. And then the landowner it, I think it's a private individual that has done something to incorporate incorporate it with the the city or the county um to do all that other stuff um like the main side so yeah it is a lot out there but well, a cool park well it's cool to see them staying on top of it keeping on maintenance and like building new stuff and it's cool to be able to like yeah. be a part of it and everything yeah too. josh josh camp is doing a great job over there getting some some more progressive stuff, some jump line stuff to uh, bring us more clients. Once I get a taste of that, and come out and hit the the fifty five footer. We need a. I was thinking about it today. We need a. We need to name that jump. The fifty five footer on air supply. What do you? You have any thoughts so far? Like all three of those jumps. Well, probably like five of them now. Josh already named the first one. The very first one. Yeah. What is it? It's something silly like turtle or something like that because it looks like a turtle back. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, he said Franklin. <laughs> it's Franklin. Is that what he said? Yeah, you remember Franklin. that conversation? Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Franklin. And then there's the 55 footer. Then there's the trick jump. Then there's the gap jump. And now the hip. Which one are we gonna name? Well, I think stomp? I think we just need to name that straight. That's fair. Least. Like, Canuga's got Big Brutus, which is their their 50 footer, which I think they've reduced in size, but they've named that jump. Big Brutus, like for our, our the biggest jump in Georgia, we but gotta have a name. You know why for it. it's named Big Brutus, though, right? Big Brutus was an excavator, mm -hmm. and it's it, actually an electric drag line. Yeah, and so that the amount of dirt that they used for that jump and the landing, and everything was the amount of dirt that like one bucket of that excavator could hold, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, but that that couldn't be precise, like. This is what they're getting at when they Max did it. Max goes out there with one bucket of dirt and the, the caterpillar. That's a cat, the Carolina though. cat goes out there and throws <laughs> a bucket of dirt on it. He's throwing that whole equation off. So. But that, yeah. that was the basic story when they did it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember watching the video on that. Yeah. Well, uh, we got Dale or, uh, Dale Bermhart is the Dale turn. Bermhardt, so why don't yeah. we just name the straight Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah. All right. I don't know. We're not so gonna hit us hit us up in the DMs or on Patreon or on our OnlyFans account with names for the fifty five footer. Are we, wait, the 50, pay, are we gonna do the you full? You will have to send us a tip to be able to contact us on OnlyFans, so uh, um Yeah. Are we we're now are, are we gonna name it the straight or are we naming each individual jump? Each individual jump. Okay, that's different then. So we got Franklin. Waffle Stomp. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're still working on that one, aren't <laughs> I'm you? Get it dropped in there somewhere. Franklin maybe. Waffle Stomp and <laughs> yeah, Tony you will, buddy. Flo. <laughs> yeah, hit us up with some good names. Are we gonna put signs up for him and everything too. 
We don't need to do all that. Why not? And we're going to name them. How are people going to know what they're named? Yeah, we could put a T-post like right <laughs> in the middle of the lip with the name of the jump. That way Landy. when you're like coming up to it, you can see it. Like, right in the middle. Oh, this is the jump I'm on. I need to speed tuck more. Right and you're like already in there. Middle top of the landing with the flag on it so you have a visual of where the landing is. Okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's not dangerous. Hey, uh, a public, ser- public safety announcement. Um, second drop on air supply coming out of the third straight, if you're considering third straight. If you're considering the, the first jump a straight. Please ride around that drop if you can't hit it. How do you feel about that drop? Do you need me to make some adjustments too? We've had some casualties on that bad boy. It works perfectly. It gets everyone on their we first have pass. So many, we've had so many casualties on that jump. It's always the first pass, and then we have had a lot. It is like a, and it, it's a an much rougher amount. It's a much rougher case on it now. It is a really rough case. What do you think about rolling it out again? The problem with that is it works perfect trail speed, mm-hmm. and the more rolled we out, like the reason we did that was for drainage mm-hmm. because it eliminates water, Get, water starting right there yeah. and picking up speed down. That edge will allow it to push it out to the side and wear out there. So for dr- drainage sake, I'm, I'm against changing it. We can do a little bit like I think, I'm against bringing it back and having it how it used to be. Yeah. Um, I would say making like, it a less aggressive, case mm-hmm. is doable I was like figuring um, out a way to roll it still but make it where it's more rolled and then tilted to the right so it's still like caseable but it shifting the water to the right as a like as a preference obviously right so it's almost like a, that type yeah. of landing to like angle down to the right and then you can kind of roll it that way a little bit that's a little bit more like finer work of trying to get that slope just right because you're trying to keep water off the trail surface really yeah but we have had a lot of casualties there had a lot on that pre-ride 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 completely blow up his front wheel this past weekend on that was that on that front wheel oh who front wheel so who's the guy it was in three solid pieces is so did he walk over to senior because they picked him up by senior so yeah okay they walked all the way down to that so they from there went over i guess it's Uh, two straights he was like i gotta walk all the way down to the bottom like i gotta get going and like i was like no no no, stop the truck's gonna come pick you up right here I heard he the, had a gash in his wrist. I heard the bad. call on the radio, and then I saw it back here in the parking lot. I was like, that the same? That's what, oh, dang. <laughs> uh, I mean, I ho- guess he wasn't, I mean, minus the wrist wasn't that bad off. He was walking around fine, but that Josh wheel. Josh got him bandaged up, but that thing needed stitches, and that wheel was, the, that was crazy. I've never seen a wheel blown up exploded. like that. I don't know, how they get. How did it come back on the truck? Did you see that, like? Did you even put it in the Velociraptor? Yeah, put it in the bed. Okay. You put it in the <laughs> I was gonna say, I hope they didn't try to put the that in rim there. was in three pieces. Yeah, it spokes like, just everywhere. Yeah, spokes everywhere. Yeah, uh, we had a not not that many bad wrecks, but we had a lot of people going down this weekend. People were dusty, people dusty, and dust. and people were getting stoked. I mean, people were coming out and getting stoked. So and stoked. They're super wow. stoked. All the new features and everything. Yeah. People, I mean, we've talked about it. They already were before, but quite a few people I talked to were really hyped on the new Armucci updates, the new extension and everything, too. Me, too. Dude, I'm pumped on it. That berm, no one on this will will know but what I'm talking about. But the berm at the top 
that's like right on the edge of the local pro service road. The first one or the second one? Or the second one's closer to just the main service road. So you're talking about the first time. Like right at the top of the local pro mm -hmm. service road, the one that's yep. like the back slope is on the road. Yeah. That berm is the best berm in the park. You can rip out of that so well. That thing is crazy. You, you I can mean, come in so fast and it is just jarring like the g-force it's nuts. one of the f first times in a while where i really like I, I doubt it's one of those things like how you feel versus how you look and like that story thing i posted yeah. on my story the other yeah. day but it was one of the ones where like i felt like i'd almost get my bike like horizontal going through there like without even trying that hard like i it gets in there and just falls over and you can just lay your bike sideways and just rip through it and come yeah. out just perfectly like i mean i almost messed it up a couple times but there was like two times i went through where it just was like Thought I was gonna drag my bars or something. We're <laughs> close to that probably, but that and the new uh, local pro stuff. Mm -hmm. People seem to be stoked on mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that video of Charlie destroying the berm is wild. I followed Bert down from the midway entrance. Was that's the way to do it? That's what uh, Friday night or Saturday night, whichever day we rode. That was what how Josh, uh, Mike, and I got there. We went but, up. That's yeah. a good entrance. That's a good entrance. It's easy if you're doing off the shuttle. You can still make the shuttle at the bottom. You get hit all the new features. But it was Bert's first lap down it. And he said WTF so many times on the way. To, every time there was something new, he was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> it is a lot of new it's stuff. It's so different. It, I came through and I knew, like, I've walked it. I was coming into it. I knew I was coming into it. I was like, where, what am I in right now? Like, it just <laughs> mentally threw me off because I, yeah. I, I guess I hadn't hit it in from the Dong Fang, like, connector that often recently either. I've been coming off of Armucci or just, like, coming across. So I hadn't hit that entrance. So that kind of threw me off of just paying attention to where I came in. Everything was way greener than the last time I rode it. So I was just like, where am I? And then it just went right into the features. And I was like, <laughs> it's a whole new experience. But I did hit the drop. I was going through it. I was on the e-bike. I was like, I'm just going to hit it. And it just dropped in. That was the first big drop I hit on the e-bike. So the only thing that had me nervous was like. It's not bad. It, it it's is not, tall. It is tall, but it's really it's not bad. It's super slow. It is. Yeah, that's why I did like why I wasn't concerned about it is because I knew I could come in with like no speed and you can still clear the drop. Yeah. I mean, you don't want no speed is a relative statement. Don't actually come in there full brakes and try to just like roll over it. That's not going to work out very well for you. <laughs> it's rollable until about halfway down. Uh, but it was, yeah, it felt good. I did not rip the turn like uh, Charlie did or any of the other guys in that reel or video, but it all felt good. And then the bridge felt really good too. Bridge yeah. rolled really well. Stoked on that. Yeah. Man, I forgot about the bridge. You're not up there working on it anymore. You haven't even rented yet, have you? Uh-uh. Ah, oh, jeez, man. I'll go. I think I made the exit too easy. You want to? You want to pause this really quick? You want to take Drew up, drop him off at midway, and let him ride really quick? <laughs> bring this back. Good luck with your ankle, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I can send her, bud. Just blow her right out. No, that's fine. <laughs> Next weekend. It is good. You ride the Suron. The Suron. <laughs> no Surons on the trail. <laughs> We already talked. You talked about this, Will. <laughs> Will's out there riding the Suron up the bridge. <laughs> Sheesh. That would be hard. <laughs> I don't think it would really actually make that it. Would, That's still a weird weight it. balance thing for that. I think I could probably do it on the 400 if I had permission to destroy that burn. <laughs> you got to come in, square it off, and like, you have to like. It bump up the bottom rock 
and land as close to the top of the bridge as you could. And then just basically yeet out of it full throttle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I hadn't written it yet, but the the redo that you did of the raw compression felt good. I'd only watched Josh go through it prior to redo, but it felt good going through there. It's a smooth roll. Turn felt really achievable. It's way smoother than it looks. Yeah, it's definitely way smoother than it looks. I mean, rock gunners are like that, especially with a little bit of speed and decent suspension. If people always yeah. try to like break hard through rock gardens or beginners or whatever. It's like just open it up and let it eat. It's so much smoother. It was fun though. Yeah, I was like, um, I got a, I got a good bit of laps in this weekend. It's one of those weekends. It was our one year anniversary, so like, gonna go out there and hang out with the customers. Get some laps in. Hell yeah. Make Roger them feel bite. better about themselves when they beat me down the, the trails and stuff like that. Make them feel bad about themselves when like, you're manually the entire everything. <laughs> your bike's on the trailer, yet you're still manually up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, I walked up to uh, Beckett on like Saturday and I just like handed him my bike. And he like takes it from me, like starts walking it towards the trailer like he's going to load it up. And then he's like, what, what am I doing? I was like, loading my bike up, bitch. <laughs> Y'all listening, figure out who Beckett is and just talk to him. He will say the most random things you'll ever hear in your life. Yeah, I mean, our regulars have seen we got a new shuttle driver floating around, new guy in the shop. Josh Camp said he got his, he's got the, what you, the KOM on Strava for the fastest time up the mountain with Beckett driving. <laughs> oh, and that's on the regular he got truck. It three times in a row, faster, past faster, faster, faster. <laughs> there was one lap where like Josh and I were both on the truck, and Beckett knew we were both on the truck too. And like me and Josh like look at each other, we're like, yeah, it seems a little fast, a little fast, but a little fast with we'll let it roll. But all right, I had a radio. I was like about to say something. I was like, I'll just let him finish this lap out. And he starts chitting to that chat. He's like, man, I'm making good time. I was like. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like I, I was gonna say like maybe bring it down just a notch just like just a little bit and he's like really i think it's good it's like another zag was in it it was like another conversation with zag i was like it just a notch he's like all right just a little bit i was like yeah he's like yeah you think so i was like looked at josh josh was like yeah yeah just, just a little bit next lap he like barely brought it down any but he gets, he gets going on the final punch yeah. on the asphalt he's like fucking on it at the bottom and just holds it all the way up the the plus is and i mean i, I tell people and i will remind people on here but most of the people that listen know because they're great customers and they pay attention but like this week and saturday i was putting a good effort on like strap your wheels in because a lot of people we didn't use to strap wheels in technically like they are fine without strapping your wheels in but i'm like strap your wheels in i'm gonna strap them in if you don't so please strap them in for me but like Honestly, even if you're not going that fast, it does allow us to get up the shuttle trail that much faster. So, like, even he was going probably 15, 15 plus at one point on that lap. But, like, we used to go, like, 7 to 8 on some of the straights. And you can go 10 to 12 now. doesn't feel crazy fast. And you're not, like, bouncing the bikes at all when you're watching it. So, it's that, that reminder of, yeah. like, strapping those wheel tires. Like, maybe you don't care about your bike, but the people on the left or right of you might care about it. And... It does let me like not have to worry about it and go a bit faster and keep those laps going pretty strong. And the strat is there is a strategy for the wheel strap. I've seen two now, so let's see what yours is. The my strat is use the bungee or the zip tie as your starting point over the rim, around, and on the bottom mm -hmm. of the ankle iron. Mm -hmm. That's my preferred. That's is the quickest easiest i've found yeah so you it basically feed it through it's the tight, spokes yeah and then just take your back wheel and 
like take the the back side of it and push it down so you're rotating it up holds the bungee in mm-hmm. never had a problem and your wheel needs to be on the uphill side of that angle mm-hmm. iron yeah that's I've the best some, i've seen some people strap it in with their wheels on the wrong side. it still works on the downside it's a little weird yeah uh, but it still works on the downside and it doesn't go anywhere when it's on the downside yeah, but true. Uh, that one works well. The other one I see is just a, a straight loop, depending on your wheel size or whatever, like that. And then you just strap it, same strap. You just hook it back around that top uh, top one. So you go through the spokes around the back and hook it on. And that keeps it in place pretty well. But it's a little looser that way. I prefer like basically way, like that crossover and down. Yeah. Yeah. That works good. I give people tips. And when I, like, I watch them struggle, I try to show them the best way and everything. Like, But just trying to like, I've spent a good time this past week and like, hey, strap it in because we can go faster. Maybe not Beckett fast. Maybe not Zach Smith fast, but we can go faster when it's strapped in. And it's, like, not, it's not really about faster. It's about protecting your bike and other yeah. people's bikes. But um, most of them care about what gets them most motivated is getting to the top faster. That's <laughs> that is true, but but yeah, it's if it's you a full... catch, if you catch the off bounce in the gravel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is not a you problem. That's a that's a us problem, hundred percent. But it can happen. Your bike can bounce, mm-hmm. and your your chain stays hitting the other person's chain stay so yeah i used to say before he had the um the straps on there and most of the time it was good it'd stay on the upside and everything like that but it was um a really good test for what your small bump compliance on your rear shock was like you'd see the hard tails like obviously always set up a little bit stiffer they always bounced over it because it was done and you'd see the downhill bikes with plenty of plushness right off the bat or like well-tuned suspension, they would just sit there because the, the gravel and the rocking of the trailer wouldn't bounce it enough. It just kind of sit in the suspension. Yeah, you could always tell. Yeah. What started that conversation? Shuttle laps. I don't know. We've been all over the place. I don't know, but the shuttle laps were good. Oh yeah, it was. It was shuttle laps, but we got distracted by how fast Becca was driving. Um, but no, I was, we were talking about Armucci and the new changes and everything. I was uh, I was up there and like. A lot of people know, but there's a, a guy and his son riding, and we're like just chit chatting with him, Josh and I, and everything. And um, he was like, "Yeah, y'all's like beginner trails are definitely like be like pretty advanced beginner trails." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, like for a bike park, you know, they're rated for us and everything like that." But what all have you ridden? He'd only ridden like simple green and double green, not paying attention to the map, and like probably probably talked about it but it's hard to it's easy to blow past it and then get t- caught we up need in the map to, we need to get easiest way down yeah. signs like a sign there that says easiest way down and point it to our but just yeah. not paying attention and not making it over to our they're only really ridden as a green simple green and it was like towards the end of the day and i was like well what are y'all doing next and they're like well we're about to do 76 he's like i like 76 it's just rough he's older trying to ride with the sun everything he's like it's just rough and i have to go really slow i was like i was like, well, like you know Go try Armucci Express, if not this lap. You know, like if you said you have two more laps, like I would say try Armucci Express less lap and then go redo it for your last lap. Um, but like if not, definitely do that as your last lap so you can kind of, you know, experience that he can have fun on the trail like your son because he was a good rider. And I was like, and you can still have like good progression on that trail also. Um, so we went up and like Mike and I were actually going to go ride Armucci. And so we saw them over there. And um, I was like, oh, y'all mix up your plans. They're like, yeah, we're going to listen to you, like try it out and everything like that. So I let the kid follow Mike down. That's a pretty funny story because like I came around one corner and he had tossed himself into the sidewall and just yeeted himself up to the next roller. <laughs> one of those turns where you come out and there's like a roller, like roller set right there. Uh-huh. He just like, he's like, I came hauling through that turn and just like basically like 
bad pumped over it landed and went left into the turn his handlebars like cut into the sidewall and he just like went to over to the next roller <laughs> so i'm just like i come around there's bike and person laid out of the yard he's like surprisingly i'm pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and his like dad finally catches up to us while he's like getting all of his stuff together and then we like roll out to the next section and finish and his dad comes around and goes honestly that was exactly like you said he goes that was perfect for me like i want to go ride that again it was great and his son was pumped because like, he had a good time. So I showed him down like the shuttle loop and then they went up and they rode it a couple more times. But it really is one of the shows it is. We should get some signs. Like I even thought about that, but we should get some easiest way, this way signs. I've said that from the beginning. Yeah. Because we, it's easy we to miss. to get those when yeah. we got the trail signs. And but. it's hard when like the one green that's right at the shuttle drop isn't the easiest one, right? Like, not that simple, it's bad, but. In my opinion, we need to change the rating of simple green to a double green rating. Yeah. And then maybe blue, so we can have a flip-flop on it, where, like, when the braking bumps develop, we'll, like, flip the thing over, and it'll be a blue. And then when we clean out the braking bumps and clean everything up, we'll go back to, like, a double green. It's just those top four corners. Like, <laughs> it is. I mean, it, yeah. They, they, they're really intimidating. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're, they don't reflect most of the rest of the trail. No. Um, so... But, yeah, I think signs over towards Armucci, like, hey, yeah. easiest way. Or, and, like, easiest way... Easiest way down in parking lot, like it almost be on one sign, yep. right? So yep. like people that just don't notice or anything like that, you can have that go, that visual guy to say back to the parking lot. Yeah, we need to get some more signage um, sometime soon. I Maybe this coming week, I'll be gone, but y'all might be able to knock that out. We've got a an alternate ending to our Moochie. Instead of it putting you back right on the gravel road where you enter, um, the shuttle trail. Yeah, it's going to come you around by the campsites. To, it puts you right into the gravel road right before you cross the creek where the little spring is. Um, and that that will eventually go all the way back to right above the, the shop, basically. Um, that's just like, I thought that that's what Josh initially says, like, right, coming along and then right by there by the gate. But it doesn't look like we haven't planned it out there yet or anything. We've got a, a general idea. Of, yeah. Because there's, it is two creeks across basically yeah that that one creek that you cross where the that gravel road crosses where that would cross is two creeks yeah so it, it'll be a little bit harder it definitely is something that would it it is the reroute and extension of armucci is nice but you do come around pay attention but it's easy to come out all pumped fast and there's people coming up that gravel road and you're just coming yeah. out at like full tilt and you have to kind of like swerve and avoid that. Yeah, It is nice because you come out full tilt and you mm -hmm. don't have to pedal. You do not. You can get up that hill. No problem. If but it's is, clear. And is, the problem is the head on yeah. collision. And then super high speed. people trying to go to the trails and are people, coming down. Yeah, they're coming down that hill. Fast. You don't want to pedal around that next hill. So you're yeah. trying to come down that hill as fast as possible. Get up and around that switchback. Yeah. So yeah. trying to eliminate that. But that extension was. It was interesting. The first time I rode, Ar rode Armucci plus the extension all the way down, I came out like Thursday and it was finished or Friday and it was finished. And, like Josh and I went and rode it. But it's like one, the new berms are like that much more work. And then the extension is like that many more new turns and rollers where it's like I felt more tired when I got to the bottom of it. Yeah. Like just because it felt like I was putting in more work. Not that you have to, but like if you want to like rip, rip through those turns and like there's so much more turn for you to like support you and everything so you come down like i was like almost panting by the time i finished everything coming onto that gravel road because it was like pumping rolling and then you finish with like turns and other rollers to keep pumping and rolling through and everything it was just yeah. like 
that much more of an experience and made it feel that much longer, even though it's like, what, two straights longer when you add that extension in? Three straights? Yeah. Two and a half straights almost. But it just like felt that much longer coming through all of that and like finishing down on the gravel road. That was good. It was fun. I'm just waiting for the one time where I get too comfortable on Armucci and I just completely fuck something up. Well, that's your issue right there as you're thinking about it. I know. <laughs> Don't think about it. Don't It'd think about it. Just ride it. Just ride. Jordan, your girlfriend, she liked it. And that's yeah. always our uh, litmus test for how we redo trails sometimes because she's ruined some, Will's ruined some trails for her. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> You got your fucking rowdy flow out here, peeking out all the jumps. Scram, kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, she liked it. She uh, lapped that all day while me and you got some laps. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's a good one. She likes the uh, steep turns with the wide bottoms. You can ride it however you want. Very approachable feeling. Like Bigger radiuses. Yeah. Doesn't feel like you're trying to force yourself through it nearly as much and everything. Mm -hmm. There's a couple, I mean, I know, and it, and it's a me thing where that kid wreck. That's one of the doubles I struggle with because that, like, the entrance double, like the first part of the double, is like right out of the turn. It's one of the ones I kind of lower down. Um, out of one of the new berms. Yeah. Is uh, it a right or a left? The left turn. Is it a downhill? Is it like a a drop double or is it? I need to go rewrite it and remember exactly which one it is. But it's one of the ones where it's like kind of a steeper double right out of the turn. It's like a sharp left, steeper double, like a double. Sharp left? Sharp left, um, double, like kind of steeper double, and then sh a little bit of a straight, and then it goes right. I need to go rewrite it and explain it better. Like I've ridden Armucci a lot recently, but I don't, I can't explain where it is in the flow very well. But it's a me thing because like I'm not comfortable pulling for that double, even though I know coming out of that turn I have the speed. But it just like feels close to the turn, so I'm like halfway overthinking it, and then like probably pump it too late, and I almost feel like I'm half jumping it. But it's a uh, figuring the flow of it out a little bit better, managing the speed through it a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. But I, I mean, I could see how he did that too. It's you get a little too pumped, and that's one that will catch you off guard. Yeah. Like going faster than what like a roll for it would be, but not quite hitting the double on it. But like I said, it's definitely a me thing of coming in hot and not committing. Yep. Well, if you haven't come check it out, um, we got some some dates to announce. We got our summer race series, another race series coming up. You got those pulled up? I had them pulled up, but Wi-Fi broken. But we'll have our our race league returning. For the next couple months. Um, see if I can get it pulled up. Yeah, We're doing it, it on Saturdays now. So change from. We did it Fridays before. Friday evenings. Friday yes. nights. So now we're doing them Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Hopefully get some more of you guys out there. To do that. Um, there will be race time at 11 a.m. So that gives you an hour in the morning to go out there. Get some shuttle laps. Warm up. Whatever it is. You get enough time to do four laps of pre-ride unless we do it from the very top and um, i think he said he's going to announce the race course on friday as well so if you're okay. out on friday you can get some pre-laps yep. in on friday too just because we're starting it at 11 but yeah we'll have those 
race time 11 a.m um i don't know what the classes will look like yet i assume it'll be similar to our our last ones where it's just basic classes um and a, a free entry with your mm-hmm. your day or or membership day pass or membership um and then awards will be at 12 p.m and those dates will be 6 3 6 17 6 24 7 1 and 7 22 i'm really bad with months so forgive me that's on that. june and july june and july so june 3rd june 17th june 24th july 1st and july 22nd um again i apologize for that but those are up on the instagram um so yeah come out and put your put your heaters down early in the morning and then you got a full day full rest of the day to go hit air supply all day long they were fun last year. We had even for Friday evenings. We, we had, had good turnouts. Good turnouts yeah. yeah, they were fun. I had a good time with it. I mean, I only did my one race lap, like at the end after timing, but it was still fun. Like everyone was always seemed stoked at the like the starting line. We had a lot of people. It was, it was cool to watch because we had people that were like never raced before, but they're out there like, well, I'll sign up for it, whatever. I'll do it because it's just free, right? You just go up there and get. I think a number we'll get plate. a lot more of those. Oh, I'm just out here. I didn't know this was going on. I'll do it anyway this time around. And that can bring some fast people out. Mm-hmm. So the categories I think we're gonna do, and it might be some adjustments to it. But the way we have listed right now is open, e-bike, amateur, women's, and eighteen and under. Cool. So, but I mean, you know, it's just a fun race league. So don't be worried too much about it. We had people last year doing like uh, amateur, like Eddie at amateur, and he like smoked first in like every class. I was like, dude, Eddie, you should be up in like open. Come on now. Josh, you got some uh, you got some giveaway prizes. Wow, you look fucking exhausted. You got some giveaway prizes for the end of the race race league. Ooh. We'll have some Fox stuff plus other prizes to give away at the end of the series. So come out. Matt Michko is not allowed to enter anymore because he whipped my ass last season. <laughs> <laughs> Only I can win. <laughs> and then um, double header, uh, June twenty fourth, six twenty four, sixth is the June. The sixth month is June. Will so June twenty <laughs> June twenty fourth is a double header where we got a our race series happening at eleven a.m. and we got a dirt track series happening that night at the Yo! Rome International Speedway. So that's going to be a fun day too. Yeah, come on out, see dirt track with us. Fastest, yeah, come on, fastest half mile clay track in the entire world. And we're international, baby. That's international. right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's a big day. A lot of racing in that day. Be a good time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Come on out with us. Come on out. Well, we got anything else going on? No. Just another weekend. Yeah. No events, nothing crazy. Hopefully a lot of riders get some laps in. I've been really working on my weekend laps. There you go. Trying to make sure that e-bike stays in shape. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Well, you'll see me out there on my new e-bike. (laughs) Your new (laughs) (laughs) e-bike. No surrounds on the trail. Good thing it's not a Suron. It's an e-bike. <laughs> it's Italian or something or whatever. Maybe, maybe I'll have the uh, bullet here soon. We'll see. No, you won't. And I'll uh, I'll be gone next week being Moab. Oh, shoot. bikes and yeah, bikes. My, my dad. So you might not hear from me next week. Maybe we'll figure something out over Zoom or something. But probably not. Probably not. So. <laughs> cool. See y'all in a couple weeks. All right. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah.